You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Living in the rest of God is the title of this devotion. For myself, this has been a renewed discovery over these last few years. There have been different testings that have constantly pulled on my heart and pulled on my conscience and my soul. And I've had to draw near to God and draw near to God through His Word and Spirit and prayer and see Him perfect my heart and bring me into a new place with Him, which ought to be obvious. And while we mentally may know the knowledge of it, this experience of it may be wanting. There are many things that we have a, a mental knowledge of, but we're not living in the reality of them. And God always longs for you to have more than what knowledge can give. He wants you to live in the truth, in the reality of it. Jesus is the truth, the embodiment of the fullness of God. See Him, see the Father. Receive Him, receive the Father. He's not just the theology of it. He is the Word made flesh. In Him you see all that was predestined for man revealed in flesh and blood. And when it comes to living in the rest of God, I've come to discover in my own life that there's been areas in my life where the Lord had me in His divine discipline as the Hebrews chapter 12 teaches us. And, and that we may become a partaker of His divine holiness, His divine nature and divine character in our being. And in Deuteronomy chapter 8, the Lord says, I made them hunger to see what was in their heart, whether or not they would obey me so that, they, so that I may make them known, that I may make them know that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Deuteronomy chapter 8, I think, verse 13. And you see, hunger and discipline usually go together, or leannesses, I would call hunger. Psalm 106 talks about leanness, where we are not in the fullness. There is a, a hunger for it, but we're not being satisfied in it. And there is a, a work of discipline going on in that we surrender to the Father and say, Father, you said in your word in Matthew 6 that, that hunger and thirst for righteousness shall be satisfied. I don't want to follow my own yearnings. I want to follow your leadership. And, and there is this perfecting of the character. And I did think for a while that when the leanness is gone and the discipline and I come into the fullness of, my, of what I am desiring, then all is good, and I have discovered that there is a greater fullness to be had than just having our desires met. And that is the presence of the Father indwelling us fully so that in nothing we want or lack, that He is our satisfaction and joy, that we're complete in Him, 
perfect in Him, lacking nothing, wanting nothing, needing nothing, that He is more than enough for us, that our delight is in Him. And it is where He dwells that the rest of His holy presence manifests. So let me give you a couple of scriptures here today because I really feel that God wants you and me to be living in His rest and that His rest is not the absence of activity, but it is the presence of His calming spirit or the, the, the calming presence of God. You, you feel calm in yourself. You're not anxious. You're not wanting. You're not needy. You're complete. You're perfect. God is perfect, and only through Him in us are we perfect or partake of His perfection, if I may say it that way. So here is Moses on the mountain, and the Lord is appearing to him, and with an unveiled face, he is mirroring the glory of the presence of the Lord. And he says to the Lord in verse 13 of Exodus 33, now, therefore, I pray, if I have found grace in your sight, show me now your way that I may know you, that I may find grace in your sight and consider that this nation is your people. And the Lord said to him, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. I will give you rest. That doesn't mean you won't have activity anymore. No, my indwelling presence, so to speak. My presence with you is what gives you rest. Remember what Jesus said in Matthew 11. Oh, how I love this part of the scripture and have learned so much from the Lord Jesus right here, starting at verse 25. At that time, Jesus answered and said, I thank you, Father. So Jesus is praying here, Matthew 11, 25. I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you've hidden these things from the wise and prudent. In other words, you can be intelligent in being able to understand things, and yet it's hidden from you. So it cannot be humanly perceived is what he's trying to show you. It can only be divinely revealed, what I'm going to show you today. Even so, Father, for so it seemed good in your sight, all things have been delivered to me. In other words, you have entrusted all of yourself to me, Father. And no one knows the Son except you, Father. Nor does anyone know you, Father, except the Son and the one to whom the Son wills to reveal you. Come to me. Jesus is saying to you and me right now, come to me, all of you who, are la who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Learn of me. Take my yoke and learn of me that I'm gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your soul. My yoke is easy, my burden is light. When you begin to partake of me, Jesus is saying, of the life that is in me, when you partake of it by following me, learning from me, receiving me, rest comes, rest. Are you anxious for anything? Are you wanting? Are you needing? Are you hurting? Are you unloved? Are you unsatisfied? Have you been rejected? Are you not appreciated? Are you not recognized? Those are all experiences that come in this life. And they can come even in the best of marriages, in the best of jobs, in the best of families. They could be in the best of situations. I remember 
when I was eight years old, how, yeah, maybe eight or nine years old, how I had had a, a terrible head injury and, a, and, a, and had to go in the hospital and have it sewn up and glass removed out of my head and so forth. And then when I got better, <laughs> I was a bit accident prone. I fell off of a dike where the train goes high up and I fell off or ran down and couldn't stop myself, fell and busted my hand open on a sharp stone. And the experience of the hospital that I had had some months before so frightened me that I couldn't think of the thought of going to the hospital. While the pain and all of that was tumultuous, you know, there was another pain and that pain was actually greater. That evening that I had that accident with my hand, I was going to go with a lady called an evangelist who worked with my father, Elsa Lacroix. I was going to go uh, uh, to a meeting she was doing and I was so excited to get to go with Elsa Lacroix to this meeting. But now because of this accident, I couldn't go. And I cried my heart out because it's like I felt rejected. And I know I wasn't rejected, but that's how it felt to me. And you see, we're all in one way or another sensitive to this. We may not all realize that that's what it really is, but it is the lack of having that rest in God that makes us oversensitive to how people receive us or not, or recognize us or not, or love us or not, or want us or not. And friends, when you completely lean upon and are dependent upon other people, then your life will become quite dysfunctional because that's not what you were made for. You were made to be wholly dependent upon the love of your Father that never fails. You were to be wholly dependent upon His goodness and mercies that never fail. I want to encourage you today. Let the Holy Spirit help you to enter that rest. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 4, it talks about this, starting at verse 1. Therefore, since a promise remains of entering His rest, God's rest, let us fear lest any seem to have come short of it. You see, we, can, we need to take it seriously when we are not living in that rest. We're not content in Him. We're not complete in Him. We're constantly vulnerable to everybody else's ways and, and we're so dependent. And then we so quickly get hurt and offended when people aren't to us what we think they ought to be or supposed to be. And yes, we need to love and care for one another. And we need to minister to one another and encourage one another, absolutely. But at the same time, we need to live in that rest and be wholly satisfied in God. And if you are suffering any pain of rejection or any pain of wanting or needing or not being loved or not being satisfied, that should be a good alarm for you. Oh, Father, Father, I've gotten too far away from you that this has overtaken my heart and soul, that I am so wounded and so crushed. Heavenly Father, draw me back into your sweet bosom of goodness and mercy, <coughs> into your sweet bosom of sufficiency, Father, where I am completely at rest in you, where I'm completely satisfied in you. Come 
Let us therefore be diligent to enter that rest, verse 11 says here, lest any of us fall according to the same example of those who missed out that we see in the wilderness. Come, my dear friends, nothing needs to hold you back. Nothing needs to keep you from living in that utter wonder of the rest of the indwelling presence of the loving Heavenly Father and where you can cast all your care upon Him and where you can commit all your situations to Him and say, Father, I trust you to guide me, lead me, uphold me, strengthen me. I trust you guard my heart that I want not, that I lack not. There is no want for those who fear you, David says in Psalm 34. Oh, surely goodness, surely goodness and mercy will follow me. Oh, and that you live in that goodness of God and you're so happy and satisfied. David says in Psalm 100, excuse me, in Psalm 16, verse 11, he says, in the presence of the Lord is fullness of joy and at his right hand, at his divine covering, upholding, strengthening, there are pleasures forevermore. There is pleasure that comes from God that the world could never give you or no other human being can give you. Your Father in heaven, in His presence and power, will calm you and give you that sweet rest where you're so happy and thankful and where that goodness of His rest flows out of you and affects every relationship you have. And God needs you to have it and others need you to have it too. Amen. Have a good day.